It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Well, hi, Ryan. I'm very excited today. We have Roger and Miranda Sherman in the house. They're both therapists and they are owners of Triumphant Mind Counseling. Welcome. Thank Hello, you so thanks much. to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. I'm so excited to talk to you both. So tell us both uh, about yourselves. Where you, where are you from? How'd you get here? What's the story? Well, I am Miranda, and I am from Colorado. I'm actually a Colorado native, but we got to Omaha as fast as we could, and we absolutely love it here. We came in the military, and we have stayed. Yay. Exactly. Yes. Uh, home is where the Air Force sends us. So the, my last duty station was here in Omaha. So I spent 25 years in the military and uh-huh. Mama says we are home and I said yes, dear. So well, here we good. are. Well, I'm glad that you guys stayed here. So you guys own a therapy counseling, uh, what do I want to call it? Practice would be yes, a good word. Yes, that yep. would be a good word. So tell us about it and what all do you do there? So... Uh, so I'll start a little bit with a backstory. So I, I spent 25 years in the military breaking mm-hmm. stuff and killing things. And the last few years in the military, when you know I figured out, uh-oh, this whole career thing is coming to an end. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to figure out what do I want to do when I grow up. And <laughs> looking back over 25 years in the military, doing this stuff, the mission was awesome and it was fun. But where I really enjoyed myself the most was, was spending time with my troops, getting mm-hmm. the most out of them, to have them get the most out of themselves, whether it's personally, professionally, uh, whatnot. So it's like, oh, this you know, coaching, counseling thing sounds like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I need to do to, to start counseling people? So I asked some, uh, some questions of some really smart people at, out at Offutt Air Force Base in the Behavioral Health Clinic, and I talked to the, the chief of behavioral health, the head, the head head shrink, I guess, uh, and uh, she told me, well, you should go off and become a, a clinical social worker. And I, wow. I'm like, wow, social worker, that's uh, taking babies away from moms. I yeah. definitely don't want to do that. And she's like, no, 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 uh, a master's in social work, um, they get to do so many more things, counseling, coaching, things of that nature. So it's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just do that. So I spent three years while I was on active duty going to the hardest school in the country for social work, uh, University of Southern California, Mm. and uh, did all that, my internship, and then uh, hung the shingle when I retired. The month I retired from the Air Force started, uh, you know, seeing clients and doing the whole therapy thing. So I personally see myself as like a coach, a counselor, and a therapist. You know, a coach is like, rah, rah, you can do this. A sure. counselor is how to, you know, uh, you know, what do you think about this? And then, you know, a therapist is, a, how does that make you feel? Right. So sometimes within the same paragraph, I'm doing all three of those sure. roles. And, and I'll turn it over uh, to Miranda for, you know, really why we're here is with the, the low energy neurofeedback stuff. Sure. Right. So something special about our clinic is that we use a low energy neurofeedback, mm-hmm. also called lens. And our, you know, association with that kind of therapy started way back when I was in college, I was in a car accident. Oh. And it was a rollover car accident. And I hit the right temple of my head. Oh. And after that, I started to have anxiety, pretty significant anxiety. And I had never struggled with that before. Hmm. So this was something new for me. And it went on for quite a few years. And a friend of ours who was a psychologist suggested that I have my brain looked at. And I said, well, like what? Like a CAT scan? And Mm -hmm. she said, 
No, you need what's called a quantitative EEG, hmm. a QEEG, which is a brain map, and just to see what's working in your brain and what's not. Sure. Well, of course, I'd never heard of that, so... I found a practitioner at that time who did the mapping for me, and then they sent me to a psychologist that then could use old-fashioned neurofeedback. Neurofeedback is a therapy that's been around since the 1950s. Hmm. It's very well documented that it okay. does work. Of course, the old-fashioned kind, you would look at a screen, and you would play a video game, and you're trying to get your brain waves in a certain optimal range. Okay. And I went, I was faithful. I did my therapy. I did my neurofeedback for two and a half years. Wow. Every week, you would leave with a headache because you're getting a real workout. Uh-huh. And it was a challenge, but it really, really worked. Well, then in 2008, my husband, as he said, was in the military, and he was deployed to Iraq. And while he was there, a rocket came into the compound where they were at and blew up about 15 feet away from him. Whoa. And it exploded and threw him back. And Roger hit the back of his head, which in the brain is called occipital, the occipital lobe, and it knocked him out. And when he came to, you know, the military said, shake it off, you're fine. And they sent him back Ugh. to work. But Ugh. when he came home, he was such a jerk. And he was raging and running people off the road and yelling at me and yelling at our son. Mm. And so I said, we got to fix this. Yeah. We got to fix this. So I went right back to that, took him back to that doctor that had helped me so much with neurofeedback. Sure. And that doctor said, well, you know, here's the good news. We've been at war for so long. The research has come so far. I don't use the old fashioned kind anymore. I use this better, um, more effective therapy called low energy neurofeedback or LENS. And my husband is such a cheater. Remember, I went two and a half years, <laughs> yeah. two and a half years faithfully to my neurofeedback. And Roger went 11 sessions. And we can see in his brain map, which I still have today, the first one shows a definite symptom of post-traumatic stress disorder, which is a very shrunken brain um, image, you know, like as mm-hmm. far as how the brain is functioning, it's just very, very suppressed okay. on his first brain map. And in 14 sessions or 11 sessions, um, he was his brain was working beautifully. And wow. what's even more impressive was how he was acting, right? Mm-hmm. He was acting like his old self, normal, happy, um, peace-filled, you know, just like his normal self. Right. It was shocking. It was truly shocking. And that was when I said to that doctor, okay, I need to learn this work. Please let me learn this work. So I went and did my trainings, and I worked with him for a number of years in that clinic. Mm -hmm. And then, thank you, that doctor one day came in and said, Miranda, I'm retiring, and here's the clinic. So he gave me the clinic. (laughs) So I ran that clinic for a couple more years after that, and then the military relocated us to Omaha. So... Now, um, after my husband became a therapist, I actually work for him, which is really fun. He's a great boss. Wow. What a story. And what are the chances that you both would have brain injuries, right? Exactly. So this was kind of serendipitous, really. It, it is. It's serendipitous. And also, it also kind of, you know, illustrated just how many people are walking around with brain injuries. And you're right. You're not really aware of it. You're right. Oh, <laughs> and, my gosh. And what an impact, so to speak, that it has on people yeah. <laughs> of knocking your noggin. You know? I mean, and the fact that you change so dramatically after yeah. receiving this. So let's talk about Lens. I mean, how does it actually work? What does it look like? Well, Lens is 
You start by putting um, sensors on different parts of the brain. There's actually 21 sites that we put a sensor on, and each site is responsible for multiple functions. But what we know about working with a lot of brains is commonalities that we see. So, for example, in the frontal lobe, you know, maybe your forehead area, if you can picture that, is where your thinking happens, right? Your higher functioning. Mm -hmm. But depression actually lives in a certain place in the frontal lobe, and we can see it on that quantitative EEG. So, I mean, I'm not saying that if you have depression and it doesn't show up, that has never happened. But the commonality is we would see it, you would see it as a client. It's very clear. It's not like um, it's a mystery. And a lot of people come to us just to say, I think I'm struggling, but I just want to see what's going on under the hood, so to speak. And it's a great way to do that because you really do get to see what's going on and I get to see it and I have to say I wouldn't be very good at gambling because often when somebody comes in I think oh I think their brain's going to look you know this way because I've seen a lot of brains Mm -hmm. and often I'm surprised really I'm surprised now the one thing I will say about the brain that I really want to get across to people too though is we see people that have had you know bad head injuries either they played sports or a TV fell on them or they fell out of a building or Uh whatnot but The brain also, if you have emotional trauma, it will do the same type of event. So I can see a brain that is shut down or suppressed, and I don't necessarily know why. Ah. So unless you tell me, you know, Mm -hmm. I was abandoned as a child, I can just see that the brain has, has kind of like a trauma pattern. And that could be a physical trauma or that could be an emotional trauma. Yeah, and and also we're able to see... You know, anxiety, depression, you know, the, the gamut of, of yeah. the, the mental human experience. And it's reflected in our brain waves, right? Because wow. all your brain is is fat, salt, water, and electricity. Huh. So when your brain knows what level normal, in quotes, looks like. Mm-hmm. So we are a result of everything that has been done to us. Sure. So when something is done to you, good or bad, typically the bad stuff has a better, a bigger impact on who you become eventually. Mm-hmm. So your brain never forgets, and part of the brain's job is to protect you from future bad things to happen. So what it will do is it will shut parts of the brain down or suppress it uh-huh. in order to, to like protect yourself from whatever. Like when you pull a muscle, it tenses up, you get a knot in your sure. muscle. Uh-huh. Well, that's your body trying to protect that joint by seizing the muscle up. Mm-hmm. Well, your brain basically does the same thing. But after a while, if you're walking around with a spasm in your back for days, weeks, months, years, well, that's going to ruin the rest of you. Mm -hmm. Now your hip hurts and your knee hurts and all that other stuff. So a good analogy is that's what we are doing with lens. It's like physical therapy. We're relaxing that suppression, that part that's clamped down Mm -hmm. to allow the brain to communicate with different parts of the brain more effectively and and that reduces your stressors that's going to reduce the anxiety because the anxiety is your brain trying to protect you from something well if that thing doesn't exist that it's trying to protect you from the brain is since it's predictive it's going to look for something to protect you from but if it can't find that something to protect you from it's going to make it up Wow. So it's like if you um, if the three of us went for a walk um, out in nature, mm-hmm. uh, let's just say the Serengeti out at, out in Africa and something jumps out. Ooh, it's a lion. Mm-hmm. Well, we're all going to respond like, oh, no, a lion just jumped out. Right. So we're going to have that physical, mental reaction. 
Well, the lion loses track of us and loses interest, and he just wanders back off into the jungle, and we're fine. And then we go for a walk uh, out on the Wabash Trace, and then we hear something rustling in the bushes, and something jumps out. Oh, no, it's a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Well, you two ladies are like, oh, it's a squirrel, ha, ha, ha. But I am responding like a lion just jumped mm-hmm. out because my brain is like, something jumps out in the jungle. It's got to be a lion. Now that's bad. So you two calm down. Ha ha, it's a, it's a lion. It ta- or I'm sorry, it's a squirrel. It takes me a little while to calm down because my brain is thinking lion. Mm-hmm. And then we're good. And then the three of us are watching a movie on, on a sofa. And it's a movie about a jungle or something. Mm-hmm. And then I see jungle and I start to freak out because my body is like, there's a lion about to jump out at us. And you're thinking, well, this is just a movie in the jungle. No big deal. Right. Well, my brain is like protect yourself you're gonna die you must do something Ah. because it's like there is a lion that's going to jump out of that tv and eat you because your brain doesn't know what's real and what's not Uh we have to tell ourselves what reality is so i'm telling myself subconsciously and i'm going to react like a lion is about to eat us so we can't logic me out of this problem i am freaking out we can't have a rational conversation because my emotions are pinged my the logical side of my brain is completely crushed so now what do we do? Because yeah. now every, every time I see a tree, I react like a mm-hmm. lion's going to attack. So right. that's when we come and see Roger and Miranda. And and then what, what does that do, Miranda? <laughs> well, we're going to put sensors on and we're going to gently move the brain into a happier place, right? That's the goal. You know, you're in one place and we're going to hopefully get every site working better. And we want balance. We want, um, you know, movement in there. And we're looking at the electrical signal in the brain. It's a beautiful thing, actually. And we see change, pretty, pretty amazing change. And it's such a gentle therapy. Cammie, it is so gentle. And that's what we really believe with lens Mm -hmm. is it is an alternative to medicines. And not that you can't be on medication and use lens. That's fine, too. But it really was created by Lynn Oaks in the 1980s mm-hmm. in California as an alternative to medications because it gently moves the brain out. And what we found is people don't like to be shoved into change, right? Right. And our brain is the same way. And old-fashioned neurofeedback, that was the best that we could do. You know, we just shove it hard and let it kind of settle back. But now with this, I don't know, more refined way of doing neurofeedback, it's gentler and you don't feel it. It doesn't hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe one in 100 people will feel it. I actually do feel it. Oh. Uh, and it just feels like a gentle tap, maybe, okay. from the sensor. But, you know, it's so gentle. <clears throat> and it's so, um, I don't know, it just works so much better. It eases that brain into a happier place. So let me see if I get this straight. So somebody comes to you and they want to do lens. And so what you first do is probably talk to them a bit and then put the sensors on. And then that gives you a readout of the brain. So what does that readout look like? I mean, I'm sure, I mean, you know what you're looking at, but would anybody else know what we're looking at? I mean, what does it actually look like, the readout? Well, the beauty of it is it gives you a picture, a colored picture of your brain. So we can talk you through it a little bit. Obviously, it looks like, you know, a little bit of a medical picture, but it does tell you exactly where your brain is running hot and where it's not (coughs) optimal, right? It's not functioning as well as it could be. And what we do with neurofeedback is you get the map, I get the map, so we have a starting place. And just like anything, like if you, you know, have an injury in your back, and I'm a physical therapist. I'm going to go gently 
and work around the other areas and then we'll get to that place of injury but that's going to be the last thing we touch and that's how we do it in neurofeedback too with lens we work with the places that are really shut down first and we try to get those sites in your brain working better and then you will feel better and most people I would say probably 90% of our clients the first session they will go outside and they will say oh was the sun shining when I came in? I didn't even notice it. Whoa. Or they will have an insight into just a little problem that they were struggling with maybe. Uh-huh. And they'll have like an insight and go, oh, well, I know the answer. Because it just opens up your ability to, you know, function. Sure. So you get this readout. You see where the problem is. And then the sensors are still, this is all the, the sensors, right? And it's like a low electrical Am I understanding this yeah, correctly? It's, it's like 40,000 times weaker than the current coming off of a cell phone. So oh. it's like imperceptible, hardly, even. hardly anything. So we can tell when um, – so when we hook you up to the electrodes, uh, it, it, there's going to be on the screen like the squiggles like you would see for an EEG sure. or brainwave kind of thing. Okay. So if someone blinks, it's going to do something. Or if we have you think of something – uh, that makes you happy, it's going to change your brainwaves. Think of something sad, it's going to change your brainwaves. And we can tell, oh, that's a happy signal. Oh, that's a sad signal. Oh, that's anxious. Oh, you look a little depressed. Or like in the case of trauma, uh, we have something that looks like a fence to us. So we're like, oh. oh, so do we have some trauma that we want to talk about? I was like, wow. I wasn't going to talk about that, but funny you mention it. That is so you know? interesting. I also find it interesting that it took you, Roger, 11 sessions yes. and you two and a half years, but that also shows how different everybody's brains are right most definitely most definitely. some uh, you know some clients we see um, they see significant uh, results that they don't want to come back and which is awesome after four sessions some can take as many as 14 15 sessions okay everybody's different yeah and the same the thing with trauma or life experience you know something that happened to me might be like earth-shattering to me but if you had the same thing happen to you, it might not be that big of a deal, exactly. right? So pain is different for everyone, different people's experiences, how we process it, how we offload that or discharge that stress, you know, that really can affect what it does to you. you know, people, so, yeah. Um, so if somebody goes in for X amount of sessions, how long do the is does it last? I mean, does somebody need to come back in and get like a, a tune up, so to say, or once they've had this and you've seen the changes, then they're good to go? You know, it really is individual. Almost most people, they will come in and see us for whatever sessions until they see major changes. I mean, we want to see change. So we don't say it's absolutely going to be 11 sessions or 14 or five. Um, It just depends on the person. Mm -hmm. However, most people, I would say 95%, just are fine. They're in a changed state after they come see us. And um, that is incredible. And then we do get people that are like, yeah, I do feel like I need just a little tune up. Sure. I also, uh, I see clients a lot who are college students who just come on college break. And that's fabulous too. Uh, With Lens, it's best to do maybe once a week. If we push it, we can do two a week. But I have had some really wonderful changes with college students just on Christmas break if they're struggling with depression or anxiety. The other thing, I think we are the premier place to treat depression and anxiety in Nebraska because... 
were so effective. We use talk therapy with Roger. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the neurofeedback treatments okay. with clients, and I also teach them skills. And anxiety is also a way of thinking. So, and then I just happen to be a nutrition therapist as well. I published a book on healing your mind and body with food ah. called The Mighty Fork. And so we do deal with nutrition. We do deal with how they think. And then Roger can talk them through if they're struggling, if they're stuck in a place of trauma. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have the complete the complete um, yeah. answer to a lot of challenges. You really do. And it's interesting about what you said about nutrition, because people always say if you've got a healthy gut then your brain has a better chance of being healthy. I mean, that's such an amazing thing to even think about. You literally are what you eat. Definitely, so, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So that's so interesting. So tell me, when you have these people coming in and you've started the lens, what are some of the signs, other than verbally them telling you that they feel better, what are some of the signs that you see that when people have gotten this? That it's working. Oh, that it's working. Yes. So, yes. So uh, a real good example is a client uh, that, that we were working with. Miranda, she did some pretty incredible stuff. This uh, one uh, person um, did not want to be here. They threw a humongous temper tantrum, screaming, fit matches. I mean, too bad we couldn't tie them down to keep them in the chair. But <laughs> yeah. they were just you know screaming, bloody murder. Wow. You're trying to murder me. And um, just really reactive, what we would call, so lots of emotions, lots of anger, lots of hate. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to, to, to calm them down enough so that we could take a reading of the brain, see what was going on. We were able to, to, to start treating that person. And then, oh, goodness, within five or six sessions, maybe by number five, that person came in and gave Miranda a hug. Whoa. Which was like, so two weeks prior, you're trying to murder me. I mean, they were yelling this wow. at the top of their lungs that you're trying to murder me. And then, you know, and then when we graduated that person after, what was it, eight or 10 sessions? I think she went the full 12. She went yeah. the full 12. So at 12 sessions, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss you. And it, it's like totally, totally different person. That is amazing. Yes. And typically what people will see, it, it, it's not me, the 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 patient who's going to see the changes, the loved ones. They're going to yeah. notice a change. Mm-hmm. Like with Miranda, me not being a jerk anymore. Right. It's like, oh, when I stopped rubbing people off the road, she's like, oh, we, we've got something going on. Yeah. Here. So we're Absolutely. winning. Absolutely. I do think that is the hardest thing about lens is it is so subtle mm-hmm. and so um, the changes are so gentle that people are often, I mean, I think the number one thing I hear is, well, it couldn't be this lens changing me, could it? And I'm looking at them going, well, are you doing other things? Well, no. Well, yeah, it's the lens, nutrition. We really encourage people to get out and walk outside in nature at least twice a week for Mm -hmm. 45 minutes. There's so many scientific studies that show that that calms the brain. And, um, you know, it's, it's, yes, it is working with this program that does the changing. But people, it's so subtle. People are often like, well, I was crying last week and I'm not crying. But it couldn't be the lens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, 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 it right. actually or, is. Or I was so terrified to drive. I'd never drove. And then after eight or nine sessions, so how'd you get here? It's like, well, I drove myself. Well, you drove yourself. It's like, yeah. It's like, don't you see that's a big deal? It's like, no. It's like, the reason you came to see me is because you were afraid to drive. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess. I guess that was a thing. Wow. It, it's so subtle. It just... It gives me goosebumps. It, it's... Yeah, it's pretty close to miraculous with with the things we see. It really really is. is. So I've been in therapy since I was a kid. And so Lens was started in the 80s. And I'm just thinking, are are you the only practitioners here in Omaha? No. No. I don't know why I've never heard of this until I met you all. So, No, there's some other really great practitioners here. I think there's at least two others in Omaha. 
Um, I don't know why it's on the down low. Some of my clients, uh, we work a lot with migraine sufferers, actually. Oh. That's one of a, a big niche for us. And ADD, attention deficit disorder, is also a huge niche for us. And uh, brain on fire, if anybody's heard of that. But, um, you know, specifically, like, my migraine mm-hmm. people, you know, they're like, I, I said, well, I think you're ready to graduate. One gal in particular, she'd come to me five times. And I said, well, I think you're ready to graduate. She said, but I, really? No. And I'm like, have you had a migraine? Well, no. Well, then why don't you try it for a few weeks? And if you have another migraine, come back. And she said, but that's it? Yeah. Wasn't your goal to heal the migraines? <laughs> I said, I could throw glitter in the air and shout surprise if <laughs> right. you want me to. But it's just you came right. in and now you're healed. So I don't it's not like I don't know. We're not adopting them. We're right. not. It's not a long term. Right. We, we certainly love the people we work with, and I'd love to keep in touch with them. But I, you know, if we're good, if you're fixed, if, if you're okay. feeling great, off you go into the world. You go right. right? And I'm I'm just thinking about the last decade and a half I've spent with my therapist, who I adore. But I'm certainly. like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's it's a totally sh- it's a big shift. It's like. I want you gone in 12 weeks because I really want to get to the next group of people that I can help. Yes. And, and I think a problem, I don't know if it's a problem, a challenge is very few insurance companies cover it. Ah. That's that's the thing. I it's, see. You know, so several insurance companies do cover it. Okay. Sometimes even within, like in, in the case like a Blue Cross Blue Shield, some people will be covered and some won't. And okay. I am a great therapist, but I'm a terrible paperwork. So I don't have the time <laughs> or the bandwidth to figure out why or how. So it's like, you know, a, a lot of um, a lot of the people we see will be paying cash if they're going to be working sure. just with the, the neurofeedback. Well, just totally to make sure. worth it. it. It really is. It's, it's absolutely worth its weight in gold. Yeah, I mean, just how fast. So when you look at the brain... You are focusing, you look at the whole brain, Mm -hmm. and then you see where the trouble spots are, and then go from there. Bingo. Is this considered holistic, do you think? Uh, Holistic would be, oh, the food, oh, the talk therapy, and the lens. Okay. Right. So, um, because it is like FDA approved. It's got, there are many, many scientific studies out there. It Mm -hmm. is accepted. Um, there aren't too many people who are using, or you know, not many practitioners, yeah, because it's kind of a proprietary, you know, kind of system okay. and things like that. And it's of course not inexpensive, the equipment and the training and all that good stuff. So that could be restrict or cost prohibitive, sure, for, for therapists. Well, I'm going to make sure Becca, our boss, knows because she suffers terrible migraines, oh. and I'm just ready, like, oh, wait, you hear this? Well, they can yeah. fix you. We'll be, able, yeah, <laughs> we'll be able to do some pretty incredible stuff. That's that. awesome because I know so many people. I mean, I had a migraine once. That's enough. That's there you good. Go. Never Bingo. again. So that's great news. So we got about four minutes left. Tell me another success story. You got another one? I have a good one. Okay. Um, we tend to, I don't know why, but we have a couple, um, you know, people come in like uh, categories for some reason. And so there was a time there we were getting a lot of men with depression. And we had one in particular that came to see us. And he's a great guy. And he was just really struggling. He tried many different kinds of therapies. And he came in and he said, I really don't think this is going to work. Like mm. he truly did not believe in his heart that this was going to work for him. And he came and he would just he came faithfully every week. And he said, I think I'm seeing changes, but I don't want to get excited. Mm-hmm. And so I think that 
it's kind of like exercise. You kind of just got to take the long look and just keep doing it and yep. keep doing it. You might not feel it every single time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there isn't going to be the sparkly rainbow every single time. It's just that you're getting better. And it took him 11 sessions exactly. And he was like, I'm I'm good. I, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. But I am good. I feel great. And during the course of his treatment, he'd actually moved downstairs away from his wife oh. and um, was even like, you know, they were having some issues and mm-hmm. the wife pointed it out to me. And of course, she's not my client, so I couldn't say anything to her. But that was the process that there was some things that needed to be discussed, maybe that weren't being discussed. But in the end, he felt fabulous. And he had tried. I mean, he had really tried a lot of therapies. Wow. And he'd been on long term pharmaceuticals and that wasn't the thing but lens was the missing key for him and as far as i know he's still perfect and wonderful and he has not come back that is amazing so you're seeing people use this and actually getting rid of the pharmaceuticals you know oh yes most definitely oh i love that oh, especially like uh helping youngsters get off ritalin you know adhd yes you know that's a that's pretty impressive yeah. when they don't need that sort of stuff. And if I might point out, I don't know if everyone out there is aware of it. I certainly was not. But we're getting a lot of ADD clients because Adderall right now is very hard to get. That's right. And so they're saying, okay, I need another option. And so they're coming to us and saying, is there another therapy for ADD? And there is. There's oh. so many great Um, options for ADD and lens in combination with some nutrients and some skills and maybe some therapy. But um, yeah, there are options out there. If you know somebody who can't get their Adderall, have them call us because that is really uh, a hot thing we're dealing with right now. That's amazing. There's so many great things that you can help with. And I just love this. So let's get the information out to everybody. What is your website? Uh, So... We are very small potatoes, so our website would be just to find me on Psychology Today. So go into psychologytoday.com and then look up my name, Roger Sherman, or uh, Low Energy Neurofeedback, and we'll pop up there. Okay. And tell us the name of your book again. It's The Mighty Fork, and you can get it on Amazon. The Mighty Fork, Healing Your Mind and Body with Food. Perfect. And you're located? So so our office is in Omaha at the corner of uh, 96 and L Street in the Enterprise Center. All right. Well, don't be shy, folks. This is great stuff. So if you need any kind of help, big or small, you know who to call. Roger and Miranda Sherman at Triumphant Mind Counseling. Thank you both so much for coming in today. Thanks Thanks for for having us. Absolutely. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Radio Talking Book Service and Community Conversations. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.